Podcasting from the heart of Jacksonville, Florida, Florida. it's Keb, Keb Unfiltered, a podcast about truth, justice, and what's going to offend the maximum amount of people with the minimum amount of effort. You know, the American way. That's the American way. Parental discretion is heavily advised. Your parents might learn something. Now, here's your host, The Cab. All right, back for another week of fun. What's up, everybody? This is The Cab. This is Cab Unfiltered, the podcast that you need to stop your week for. What's up, everybody? We were going to get into the Braves this week, but... uh, but change your plans. You know how I keep asking, if you've listened to the show, how I keep asking people to send in questions, and if they, they want to send in their questions, they uh, that, I'll, that I'll answer them. And, uh, and that that I will. Um, I, 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 I will answer them. And uh, anyhow, so our friend Brian, who... Last week, I answered a question for him at the end of the show, if you listened to that, uh, has sent me a slew of questions that is probably going to take up the entire fucking show. Uh, but some of these are some of these are pretty good, and I was trying to go through them and pick and choose which ones I wanted to go through, but... Um, they're, they're all really good, so I'm just going to start at the top and answer, and I'm just going to go down. There's a lot, so we might not get to them all uh, this week, um, but uh, if you want to send me questions or anything like that, the Twitter handle is at KebLives, K-E-B-L-I-V-E-S. Uh, the email is keblivescomedy at uh, gmail.com. Facebook page, Cab Unfiltered. Just search for it. Uh, you can check out my daily dose of nonsense on Chirp. If you don't know what Chirp is, Google it. And uh, we're just we're just gonna get get into these. They're 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 all pretty pretty fucking good. Um, so you know, without further ado, Brian, we appreciate you you sending this over, and uh, you know, keeps keep sending them. Um, I love answering questions like this. Okay, so question number one is cereal soup. Why or why not? Well, I don't think cereal is soup. I think cereal is cereal. It's got its own category. It's got its own fucking uh, aisle in, in the shop or at the grocery store. You know, but the main reason that I don't think cereal is soup is because soup is typically hot and cereal you know is not the better question here is who are those psychos that pour the milk in the bowl before they pour the cereal in it goes cereal first then milk then add sugar bananas or strawberries whatever the fuck is you you want to you want to put in there but to answer your question, cereal is soup because it is cold and not hot. Hot soup would be dumb. So, 
Uh, next question. What is the sexiest and least sexy name? Brian, man, you trying to get me in trouble. You really trying to get me in trouble. So I'm going to get me out of trouble. And I'm going to say the sexiest name on earth is Stacy. And I'm going to say the least sexiest name on earth is Keb. <laughs> I hope that, that answers you. You're cool. All right, next question. What secret conspiracy would you like to start? That is a very interesting question. And and to, to put preface to this, I didn't go through... I went through maybe the, the first 20 questions of this thing, and then I was like, yeah, these are too good not to answer. So... I, I didn't prepare any answers to this. I'm just answering off the cuff here. So what secret conspiracy would you like to start? You know what I would like to start is that the President Trump's hair actually is made out of the same material that are made on Ken dolls. You know, because that shit, that shit can't be real. You know, I mean, it's, it's, that, the, Trump's hair deserves a Twitter handle of its own. You know, it really does. But that, that stuff can't be real. So I think Mattel or, or Hasbro, whoever the fuck makes uh, Barbie, um, that they make it out of the same thing that they make Ken dolls. Uh, next question, what's invisible but you wish people could see that's that's interesting historically speaking you can't really see the wind you see the effects of the wind but you can't see the wind so that would be kind of cool to see but some people also um, might think that you can't see a fart you can smell it but you can't see it. And so that might be good to see when people fart so you can get the fuck over here. Um, perhaps somebody that has uh, horrible, you know, bad breath. Um, you know, but, but historically speaking, I can't decide. Um, that, that's, a, that's a fucking good question. What's invisible but you wish people could see? Uh, the wind, that's easy, um, because you can't, I mean, no one on this podcast could tell me they've seen the wind. They've seen the effects of the wind, and blowing trees and things like that, and blowing stuff over, but they've never actually seen the wind. So we're going to go with three answers to that. We're going to go with the wind, bad breath, and farts, if that's not too juvenile for for some people out there. But uh, next question, kind of along those lines, is what's the weirdest smell you have ever smelled? I don't fucking know. Oh, yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. Um, I was in the hospital one time. And, uh, you know, in my 44 years, I've only spent the night as a patient in the hospital once. And it was kind of a, a false alarm. I probably didn't even need to do it. But, you know, they want to get some money out of me. So they, they had me spend the night. And anyhow, check me out. You know, stuff like that. 
and um, they put in your IV, I guess to flush it out or whatever, they put saline solution in it, and what they, I don't remember them telling me, they may have, I don't know, it's kind of out of it, but you smell it, you know, it's going through your arm, going through your blood, but you smell it and you taste it, and it's it's very it's very weird. It's kind of like when you go to get get a CAT scan. They put this contrast in you, and this is this is funny, man. I went to get a CAT scan one time, and um, they put this contrast stuff in me. And they're like, yeah, it's not gonna you're not gonna feel much, and uh, and they put it in me. And I'm like, ooh. You know, that like I'm like, oh, like that, and they're like, you feel that? I'm like, feel that? I'm about to punch you in the fucking face. Yeah, I fucking feel that. You know, and I thought I was gonna pee in my fucking pants. You know, and any of you have ever had a cat scan? Yeah, no, but but the saline is probably the weirdest smell because I used to work in a restaurant for a number of years and. I've smelled all these good smells and things like that, but you could tell when something's off. Certainly, when something's burning. Um, electric, you get, you know, I've smelled electrical fires before, uh, things like that. But I, I wouldn't call it weird. You know, the saline, you know, was was kind of a weird sandwich uh, or a smell. Um, next question: Is a hot dog a sandwich? Why or why not? This is the age-old question. We see it everywhere. I'm tired of fucking answering this question. Uh, a hot dog is not a sandwich. Yes, a hot dog bun is made out of bread, but in Philly, or in Pennsylvania, if you go up to them and you say, yeah, I want a sub sandwich, um, they will shoot you in the face. They're those kind. Of, they're, they're that kind of nice people. They will shoot you in the face because up there it's not called a sub sandwich. It's called a hoagie, right? It's the same fucking thing, but it's called a hoagie. So, a hot dog bun is different. You know, it, it's different. Um, a hot dog is a hot dog. It's its own category. It's like, why don't they call a cheeseburger a sandwich because it's a cheeseburger it's its own fucking category so no a hot dog is not a sandwich um, next question what is the best Wi-Fi name you've seen the best Wi-Fi name I've seen was my own and if you know me and listening if you've listened to every episode of this podcast you know that I don't take much seriously you know, I like to have a good time. I believe in the healing power of laughter. You know, I try to make a joke about everything, whether I'm trying to or not. You know, and a lot of times I don't try to, and people are just, just like, yeah, that's, that's pretty funny. But, um, you know, I guess it was five or six years ago, and it, it may still be going on now, but people would, like, like jump on your Wi-Fi so, like, if you didn't have, like, a password-protected Wi-Fi, you would, you could, like, jump on your neighbor's Wi-Fi and, and use it, you know, and uh, download your porn so no one would see on your IP address or whatever. 
So what I did in my old house, this is before I got married again, was my I renamed my Wi-Fi network not yours. So when people were searching for a Wi-Fi network to jump on, they would see not yours. And it was, of course, password protected, so they couldn't get on there anyway unless they're a Class A hacker. Uh, but that was that was all my favorite. Uh, other ones that that I think are are funny are the ones that that call their Wi-Fi FBI surveillance, you know, FBI surveillance van. You got people, you know, loaded with conspiracy theories, looking out the window, you know, and seeing if uh, if a van's out there. Those are pretty funny. Um, uh, not not your porn I've seen before, but a lot of people are boring. So they just name it after themselves, and uh, uh, but not yours is is the favorite Wi-Fi, and I had come up with it uh, because other people were were uh, looking for it. What next question is? What's the most ridiculous fact that you know? That is hard because I don't think facts are ridiculous. But here's something that give you a little insight into my my uh, life here. I read the Almanac for fun, and when I say I read the Almanac for fun, every year my mother for Christmas gives me the new edition of the Farmer's Almanac, and it has all kinds of uh, information in it from, you know, who won Oscars to information on the presidents to census information to uh, the GDP of every country on earth. So, and I read it kind of like a textbook, like I'll turn and read about this and, you know, I don't read it cover to cover, but, um, but throughout the year I probably read the whole thing. And uh, I find it, you know, pretty fascinating. Um, I'm a sports stats guy. So, you know, I was on sports radio for a number of years and uh, did an online show for a number of years. So I know a lot of stupid sports stats. Like, uh, like I was playing team trivia at this bar called Wild Wing Cafe here in Jacksonville one time with these people who didn't really know me. Uh, it was right after um, I got divorced, and I was trying to meet some new people. So uh, a friend of mine from uh, church, yes, yes, I, I've attended church before. Um, she invited me to say, hey, you want to play team trivia? And I said, yeah. And uh, I met the guys, and they like, all right, what's your specialty? And I said, well, I'm pretty good at, at the presidents. I'm pretty good at, at history. But if you have a sports stat question, that's probably where I'm the best at. And the halftime question was, the question was, within five years, when was, and this was back in like 2013, 2014, and the question was, when, within five years, when was the last time the Cubs won the World Series? But if you got it on the dot, you got 10 extra points. And I looked at them, and I said, it, it's 1908. And they're like, well, within five years of 1908? I'm like, no. 
it's 1908. That's the last time they won the World Series. And everybody around us is like, it's like thinking about it, or man, that's a tough question. And and I was just like, do these people not watch fucking Sports Center? And so I I looked at the guy and I'm like, write down 1908, and furthermore, write down, ask us a hard question next time like that and he's like man you're a dick and I said no I'm not a dick I just I just I know what I'm uh, know what I'm talking about and uh anyhow lo and behold he turned it in lo and behold the answer is 1908 and we win the game based on the halftime question put us 10 points ahead no one else got it and I uh, kicked up my feet and held my middle fingers up to everybody in the fucking room told me to bring my beer you know, I was drinking for the rest of the night. And then, to top it all off, after the team trivia, they started karaoke. Anybody that knows me know that I fancy a karaoke tune or two. You know, I like it. I think it's fun. You know, and I'm not talking about that type of karaoke that everybody thinks it's fucking American Idol. I'm talking about the karaoke where you have fun. Where you don't, you know, you drink ten beers and you get up there and you sing some Weird Al. You know, or some Piano Man. You know, sing along with everybody in the bar. There's nothing better than that. You know, it's fun. It's a good time. That's what it's supposed to do. It's supposed to generate camaraderie. You know, it's not supposed to uh, win you a record contract with Capitol Records or whoever's doing records nowadays. You know, iTunes or... Or uh, Spotify, you know, or, or any of that. Uh, Geffen Records, good old Guns N' Roses. You know, Geffen Records. So they're coming here, by the way, here in Jacksonville. We saw them about uh, two years ago in Orlando. But uh, big, big, big Guns N' Roses fan. So yeah, that's the most ridiculous fact that I know. Uh, that the Cubs. Won the World Series in 19. Now everybody knows it because A, I just said it, and B, uh, the Cubs won the World Series a couple of years ago. So, but back in 2013, 2014, it was, it was, uh, wasn't commonplace knowledge. I'll put it that way. All right. Next question What is something that everyone looks stupid doing? <sighs> well, there's a couple things that everyone looks stupid doing. I would say that, but you don't get to see everybody looks. I would say that everybody looks stupid having sex. I would think nobody looks good doing that. And if you do look good doing that, you're a porn star. I think. Um, I think most people look stupid sneezing. I don't think there's an eloquent way to sneeze or cough. Um, I don't think that there's an ep- a eloquent way to do the dance called the floss. You know what? No, no, no. Everyone looks stupid doing that. Uh, uh, what's the name of that line dance? Um, where uh, the kaboot? Ah, I forget the name of it. Um, yeah, there's there's a line dance. Let's just say line dancing in general, you know, uh, the, you know where the chicks move their butt, wobble the wobble. They everybody looks dumb when they do the wobble, 
You know, it, it, it just can't be the electric slide anymore. People look cool doing that. I look cool doing that. You know, I, that's like the one of two line dances that I know how to do. But the wobble, uh, everybody looks uh, looks dumb doing it. All right. Next question. What is the funniest joke you know by heart? Well, if I told you my favorites, A, they're not the funniest. B, mostly of them, because most of the jokes that I find funny are horribly wrong jokes. Uh, Some of them are you know, stereotypical, some of them are prejudice against religions, most of them are prejudice against, you know, insert your race here, including white people, um, most of them, so most of them are, are not appropriate, however, uh, I tell them, and, uh, and I'm not going to tell them here, because, um, I would just be dumb putting it on something that's recorded, and, and, you know, it get construed and these stupid-ass social justice warriors fucking come after me. And you know what? I would tell you, bring it the fuck on, you know. But uh, they would come after me for telling an off-color joke that, that people would pro- probably agree with. Because every joke that I tell is true to some nature, whether you can handle it or not. And that's the that's the problem with comedy, especially stand-up now, is that so many people, if you go to a comedy club, you're not, I mean, what are you going there for? To be entertained? Yeah. You know, I mean, I would think that you're paying to be entertained, to be, to laugh, to let go, to remove yourself from reality for X amount of hours. And I, I would just think that you wouldn't take everything seriously. Comedians are paid to make people laugh. That's their job. Whether how they do that is up to these guys. You know, comedians nine times out of ten are not making, you know, a uh, a political statement. You know, that's what the fucking Emmys and Oscars are for. You know, they're not making a political statement. They're trying to make you laugh. So when they tell a joke, whether it be off color, stereotypical, off religion. Uh, you know, it's all based to make you laugh, to point out the obvious and make a joke about it, you know. So, with that being said, I'm going to tell you a religious joke. And I'm going to tell you this, I, I did not write this joke, um, but but I love I love this joke. My father told me this joke. And I'm going to tell you, uh, it's a religious joke. It's set in the Catholic Church. And this uh, one young priest was given his first sermon, and um, he had his notes ready. He had everything ready to go. He gets up there and kind of, kind of fumbles his way through. I mean, he's nervous. He's brand new priest, you know. Priest never gets laid before, so can't relax, you know. Can't have sex, so outside of, you know, messing with little boys. Sorry, I had to get that in there. It's not part of the joke. Anyhow, so he kind of fumbles through. He messes it up bad. So the the Monsignor, whoever's in charge, um, for for the joke's sake, we'll call him the Monsignor, whoever's in charge. He uh, he sends him a uh, a note, and he says, "Look, next time, put a little vodka in the water pitcher, you know, behind the pulpit, and it'll calm your nerves." 
and you'll be a lot smoother. So the young priest gets back up there next Sunday, gives a flow and a great, great, great sermon, and uh, flows through, you know, and all that good stuff. And so the, the, the following day, the Monsignor writes him another letter saying, hey, you were a lot smoother this time. But uh, but you got some things incorrect that I, I feel that it's my job to point out to you. Number one is that there are 12 disciples and not 10. Number two, there are 10 disciples or 10 commandments and not 12. Number three, David slew Goliath. He didn't kick the shit out of him. Number four, the Virgin Mary, the Holy Mother Virgin Mary, should never be referred to as Mary with her cherry. And last but definitely not least, there will be a taffy pulling contest next week at St. Peter's. Not a Peter pulling contest at St. Taffy's. Anyhow, that's my favorite joke, the funniest joke that I know by heart. Um, you might not think it's funny. I think it's fucking hilarious uh, because of my mission in life to show how ridiculous the fucking Catholic Church is. And um, right up there with, I can't decide if like the royal family is interesting or absurd. I just, I just, I, I, I can't decide that. So, it, um, it's interesting to me, but I, I'd be interested to, to hear if you thought, if you think that joke's funny, if you heard it before, that's fun. Uh, my dad told me that joke, uh, year, years ago, I probably forgot some stuff out of that, but, but I love that joke, I, I tell it to, um, you know, people, and, uh, and stuff like that. Next question, in 40 years, what will people be nostalgic for? That's easy. I think in 40 years, people are going to be nostalgic for talking to other people face-to-face. You know, oh, you know, you remember back in 2019 where where we could we could sit across a table and and uh, we, we, we could just talk to talk to somebody. But I think the technology in 40 years is going to be so advanced, there's not going to be any reason to talk to anybody else. That's the whole, you know, you know, outside of the zombie apocalypse happening, you know, and that's, I think that uh, people are going to be nostalgic for other people. You know, it's, it's, it's fucking stupid, you know, like, uh, like, and I find myself doing it, you know, at night, you know, my, I tell my kids to go to bed. I don't want get, you know, it's making us lazy. It's making people like me fatter. You know, and I'm already fat. But I like I'll sit in my chair and I don't want to get up. And I don't want to yell. So what do I do? I text my kids who are who got their phones. I text them and I say, It's bedtime. You know, I'm part of the problem. Yeah, but but after a long day of working and uh sometimes I get in late. Yeah. I I just uh, you know, 9.30 at night, 10 o'clock at night, you're tired. You really are. 
So, next question. What are the unwritten rules of where you work? I don't know if there's any unwritten rules, because, and I do have a, uh, yeah, what they, what they consider a real job. I do have one of those. Um, I don't know if there's any unwritten rules, you know, uh, of where I work, because I, I work a lot of alone. Um, I'm in sales, so I work uh, alone a lot, you know, so don't, you know, I guess an unwritten rule would be not to, um, you know, call me all day long, you know, my supervisors. Uh, I, I, I don't know. There, there's not too many. I got a lot of unwritten rules around this house, you know, around uh, around where I live. But I don't have too many unwritten rules of, of, of where I work, which is the, the question. So I, I guess the biggest one would be don't, you know, don't bug me or, or anything like that. All right. Next question is... Um, how do you feel about putting pineapple on pizza? Now, I just sent a tweet out about this not too long ago. And, um, number one, to answer your question, I think people who put pineapple on pizza are psycho. That, that's what I think. I think that they are right there with Ted Bundy, uh, Danny Rollings, uh, Jeffrey Dahmer, um, you know, Jeffrey Dahmer didn't put pineapple on pizza. He put pineapple on people. You know, but I think if you like pineapple on pizza, you might as well be a serial killer. Where he said cereal is not a soup, but it, it's it's like this. I was at I get my hair cut or did get my hair cut at a place called Great Clips. Um, the reason that I go to Great Clips is so I can walk in, get a haircut, and walk the fuck out, and not be in there a long time. And I went in last time, and they were like, you're like 11th in line. And I said, there's two people here. You know, and they're like, yeah, but we got this thing called online check-in. And so I said, even though those people aren't here, you have money in the building, in, my, in me, you have money in the building... You're not going to cut my hair, which takes 10 fucking minutes before these people get here. i got to wait until these people get here, and that's going to be like a fucking hour. Is that what you're telling me? And they're like, yeah. So I immediately get on Twitter, because that's what I do when I'm pissed. And I put, people who use the online check-in at Great Clips are the same people who put pineapple on their pizza. Because you're fucking psycho. If you do both, Great Clips is a place for urgent haircuts. If you want to make an appointment on that, go to, you know, um, name your salon around town. You know, Hair 911, or whatever the fuck they call it. You know, Vidal Sassoon, or, uh, or uh, Pete Mitchell. Uh, no, Pete Mitchell was the, uh, the guy from Top Gun. Um, one of them's name's Mitchell. I, I, don't, I don't know. Paul Mitchell, Paul, yeah, it's Pete Mitchell's brother, Paul, you know, I don't know, if I go down through the disciples, I'll get one of them sooner or later, anyhow, I think it's Paul Mitchell, anyhow, I grew up with three sisters, so I had all this shit, 
Actually, I grew up with one sister. My two other sisters uh, are uh, out of the picture. Uh, but one one's enough, and then I got a daughter and a wife and a mom and all that. So I, I I'm I'm well versed on the uh, hair products that women use. You know, well versed on on all women's products, and uh, and uh, maybe if I get a little too drunk, I'll uh, I'll use them myself, like Mel Gibson and What Women Want. But uh, anyhow. Uh, that's how I feel about putting pineapple on pizza. I think you're psycho. I think you might as well be uh, a uh, serial killer. Next question. What part of a, of a kid's movie completely scarred you? Now, I'm a difficult person to scar. And I don't know if there has ever been a movie that scarred me the way that three movies have. And these three movies are The Bridges of Madison County, Under the Tuscan Sun, and the third installment of the Fifty Shades of I Want to Beat You and Then Fuck You movies. And the reason that they scarred me was I had to go see all of three of these in the fucking theater. I had to act like I liked it. And all three of these movies sucked. They were horrible. You know, in the first one, I was waiting for Clint Eastwood to say, make my day. He never said it. In the second one, there's just, there's no reason guys need to go see that movie. You know, unless you're gay. And if you are, that's fine. You know, you like you're into that shit. I'm not. And then the Fifty Shades, I don't know what it's what is it called? Freed? Fifty Shades Freed? You know? They build up to this whole it was a horrible movie. They build up to this like action at the end of the movie and it lasts for like fucking fifteen seconds. You're like, that's what I wasted two hours of my life for? And there wasn't even I thought it was gonna be a skin flick flick. It was there wasn't even a lot of that in it. Granted, I didn't see the first two, so I had no, you know, I couldn't add substance to it. But, I, I, I just, they, they, they scarred me in those ways, you know? So, yeah, next question. No way we're getting to all of these. We haven't even scratched the surface of these questions, so maybe five or six episodes down the line, we'll start again. Yeah, unless we get better questions, but these are pretty good. Uh, next question. What kind of secret society would you like to start? I don't fucking know. Um, a secret society of uh, people who... You know what, though? I'm trying to think if I'd do anything embarrassing outside of the normal shit that I do that I wouldn't want anybody to know about. Um... So I don't know, and certainly if I tell you guys what kind of secret society I would like to start, it won't be a fucking secret anymore. So that makes no sense. So I think I'm just going to think of one and keep it secret. So if you hear from me about starting a society, 
then you'll know what I've started and what you to join. Unless you think that that's a punk-ass way of getting out of how to answer that question. But my answer to the question is, what kind uh, if, if I were to tell you what kind of secret society I would like to start, it would not be secret anymore. So that's my answer to that question. All right. Next question. If animals could talk, which would be the rudest? Is there even is there even a contest on this? It would be cats, right? You know, you look at a cat and you're like, hey, come here, cat. And the cat's like, fuck you. You know, in a close second, the raccoon. You know, I mean, but cats, right? I mean, cats just to kind of lay around. You know, the old joke is that uh, it's not my house, it's the cat's house. I just live here. Yeah, I mean, is is there even a contest? It's like the easiest question on here. It's a fucking cat. Cats are dumb. Yeah, my ex-wife, I made her give up three cats to move in with me. You know, and then what do we do? She gets, like, down and depressed one time, so at work, this chick's giving away, like, a, like a part of her litter. You know, if her cat had cats. You know, that's how they reproduce. And, uh, and so I brought one home as, like, a peace offering, and that cat wound up fucking hating me. You know, I mean, it would hiss at me and shit, you know, and then we had like a, we had our, my daughter and uh, I was like, okay, one of the two of you has to go and it's not the daughter, it's the fucking cat. And my ex-wife was like all upset and shit and didn't talk to me for like two days, which was fun. But, uh, but yeah, that's how, that's how I feel about cats. Fuck cats. You know, um, I don't, I don't, uh, I like, I like dogs so, I mean, they have a personality, you know, so, uh, I'm not a big cat fan. Gets hair every fucking wear, you know, uh, especially, like, in your fucking air filters and shit in your house. Not a big, not a big fan of the, uh, of the cats. Uh, a couple of these are easy, I'm gonna rattle through. Next question, toilet paper over or under? Um, I'm a big, I'm a big over fan. Yeah, I think it needs to come over rather than be pulled under. Um, what's the best type of cheese? Is the next question. What's the best type of cheese? Let me get something straight with you people. There is no finer pleasure. No exquisite sin better than cheese. I put cheese on everything. I eat cheese on bread by itself. Uh, microwaved, cold. I love all types of macaroni and cheese. We got this uh, restaurant that just opened around the corner called the Happy Grilled Cheese. Uh, I like cheese. It might as well be made of cork if you catch my drift. And I'm probably going to have uh, a full-blown you know, coronary event sooner or later, but I eat all kinds of cheese. I like American cheese, provolone cheese, Swiss cheese, blue cheese. Uh, I will try cheese, you know, that cheese that leaves that horrible aftertaste in your mouth. I'll eat that shit. I'll go to, you know, I'll take a big cheese fucking wheel. All kinds of cheese. I think there's no finer pleasure, no exquisite sin better than cheese. Next question. Where is the strangest place you have urinated or defecated? 
I think every guy in their lifetime has urinated outside. I think. Um, but one time, I had been uh, drinking adult beverages in Savannah, Georgia, with a buddy of mine. And, you know, they got a lot of courtyards in historic Savannah. And uh, sometimes when you gotta go, you gotta go. And uh, in the middle of these courtyards are, are these big, majestic, 200-year-old fountains. And I may or may not, I'm not, I can't confirm nor deny because I was kind of hammered. But uh, I may or may not have urinated in, in one of those really, really, really nice, really, really, really old um, fountains. So... I'm just thinking about that. It's just, you know, it brings back good memories. You know, times in Savannah. Next question. What's the best inside joke you've been part of? You know, being a jokester myself, um, I've been, I can't remember off the top of my head any inside jokes, but I can remember being the butt of a lot where they, they were just, you know, people were laughing, hee <laughs> you know, you know, and I'd say, you know, something, you know, oh, he, 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 you know, and, uh, people would actually think that I gave a fuck, you know, about what people think of me, um, I, I don't, I'm not gonna change because of who people are, I'm, I'm, I'm just not, not going to, you know, it's, it's not, I mean, the, the way I think, you know, it's kind of like at work, man, I'm not gonna change, I'm gonna do my job the way I do my job, if you don't like it, fucking fire me, you know, I mean, you can, yeah, bring good ideas. I'm past the point where boss says something, you do it. You know, if boss says something that is uh, outlandish or doesn't make sense to me, I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna talk it through. We're both adults, and all I'm trying to do is the same thing you're trying to do: is make the most money for the company. You know, so it makes no. You know, it's if I don't put in my opinion, it it, it helps nobody. So you know, boss says do it. You know, not I always. I'll explain to him my point, which is usually right, and I'll say, but if you want it done that way, we could try it that way until it doesn't work. You know, and usually when I say that, he gets pissed at me, but, you know, whatever. Um, so, anyhow, uh, you know, that inside jokes I'm not really a big, big part of, so. Next question, in one sentence, how would you sum up the internet? In one sentence, I would say it's both an incredible way to shop, comma, look at porn, comma, at the same time being the biggest way to waste time. That's what I would say in one sentence. So... Next question. How many chickens would it take to kill an elephant? I think if you get the right chicken, it would only take one. If you got the right chicken. If you get the Bruce Lee of chickens. You know, it, w it would only take one. Next question. What's the most embarrassing thing you have ever worn? Uh, embarrassing to me isn't really a thing. 
I don't get embarrassed very easily, but I do have this uh, July 4th Get Up shirt that um, a lot of people would rather me not wear, you know, so it's kind of loud. So, uh, but that's probably, it embarrasses other people. So that's probably the biggest thing. But uh, that's all the time we've got. Thanks, Brian, for the questions. That's all the time we got for this week. Uh, again, you can catch me on Twitter, Keblis, K-E-B-L-I-V-E-S. And until next week, uh, we will see you. Have a good one. The opinions on this podcast may strike some listeners as vulgar, offensive, or worst of all, serious. Serious. Please adjust your expectations and interpretations accordingly. In other words, lighten the f*** up. For all other concerns, complaints, and court documents, please direct those towards the nearest brick wall. Thank you for listening.